Welcome to the Beretta Brothers. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to theberettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Bill, even with all the technical problems, you always come through for me. Really? And yeah, it kind of reminds me of a little a song, song that I think puts it together better than I can say. Yeah. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Get that song out of my heart. Well, Isn't since it? it is the, f- thank you. I really appreciate it. No problem. And, and since it's the Fourth of July, I just want you to know that you're my M80. You're my cherry bomb. You're my black cat. <laughs> my ground spinner. My sparkler. My fountain. You're my popper snapping snake. You're my Roman candle. But most of all. You're the fireworks in my sky. Ooh, baby. Pow. Can you feel it? Pow. All right, let's get moving. We got <clears throat> All right. too much stuff. Listen, uh, okay, so here we go. Uh, let's see. Um, we've got a big show today. We've got the one and only Dr. Benjamin Franklin with us. Holy mackerel. Yes. We've got a Muppet trivia game. Yes. With contenders Jesse Oliver and John Papovich. Yes. You're going to enjoy that. And we had we had uh, a last minute change. We were going to have a, uh, some aunts and uncles on, but uh, we're going to have them later on uh, in another episode. But we have some surprises from our childhood that you yeah, might find. We had to fun. reschedule them. We apologize. <clears throat> we love them very much. But uh, mm-hmm. yes, we had to reschedule. So before we move on, just a little uh, shameless oh. plugging. Oh. Go ahead, Bill. You want to start? No. What am I plugging? You? GeneBeretta.com. Yeah, books. Ooh. Art. Uh, he's got a he's got a website. You know those websites they have you can go to and you see stuff? Gene's got Yeah. One. Yeah. We also have one together, which is the BerettaBrothers.com, which is where you can find everything you want to know about this show, and it'll direct you to our, our YouTube page, where you subscribe. can see all the other subscribe. shows and subscribe, subscribe. where subscribe. you can see subscribe all the other shows subscribe, subscribe. And, yeah, shows. subscribe. and pass the word around and Jules little okay. gems you can check that out haven't done a new episode lately but we we should be doing something in the next few weeks subscribe right but subscribe to berettabrothers.com subscribe subscribe I would do you like the light that. blue do you like the light blue at all subscribe to our YouTube page Without any rage, subscribe to our YouTube page. Oh, yeah. Just wrote that. It's amazing how you just come out of the thin air with us. It's those. hard to believe, but I just pulled that out of my brain. Or the other side. It's extemporaneous. <laughs> All right. Why don't we get to our man of the hour? Don't we? We're going to uh, have to send it over to virtual yes. Gene and Billy who are going to do the formal introduction. That's Should true. we go ahead and do that? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And what, what's the point in waiting any longer? All right, off to virtual Gene, Gene and Bill. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, hey, what do you think of my shirt? Uh, I love it. It's great. Hey, isn't it? That's, That's a very nice tribute. Very nice we're tribute. About, can, we're about to talk to him. Can you believe I, that? No. I cannot. No. I can't actually believe he's here. I don't know how this is possible. Uh, so okay. I'll read this. Uh, int- okay. Actually, you know what? Here, what? you wrote the book. Why don't, uh, okay. why don't you read it? All right. Thank you. Uh, listen, our first guest is a, a printer, a printer, a statesman, a scientist, an inventor, and a humanitarian, cartoonist, humorist, musician, diplomat, and one of the founders of the United States of America. 
would you all please welcome the Honorable Dr. Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Dr. There Franklin, hello. Well, good afternoon and happy Independence Day. That's how Thank he sounds. You. That's how I sound. I've sounded That's like this all my life. That's how he looks. I can't believe you're here with us. Thank you so much. This is unbelievable. My, it is my honor, sir. And oh, no, honest. no. It's, it's our honor. Believe me. Yeah. No, no, no. It's my honor. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is just to do this. And I can't thank you for saying yes. We really appreciate it. I know we have a friend in common who helped set this up for us. Uh, but thank you so much for doing this. I am delighted Actually, to be here. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Uh, listen, um, we couldn't have asked for a more appropriate guest on oh 4th of July and oh celebrate gosh. 4th of July with us because we're going to the source, folks, to get the facts. <laughs> and what I did, you know, I, I put together a list of really fascinating questions and, and facts about the 4th of July. And mm. in the year 2020, a lot of those facts have gotten a little distorted. A lot of people just don't know uh, as much as they would like to know. Uh, so mm -hmm. I'm going to ask them to you and get your comments learned. on them. Like, honestly, I, there's, you know, Gene, about Ben Franklin because you wrote your book, but right. uh, I don't know. You wrote a, a book of... about me? I he did. did. Show him. Oh, heavens. I happen he to did. have it right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course you do. Well, that's it's all about your inventions. Likeness. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Wonderful. But I want to talk about your inventions later on. Let's, I want to talk okay. about the 4th of July first. Well, um, right. Why don't we, though, before I get onto this list, just briefly... <laughs> Set the scene for us. What was life like at the time the declaration was being written and signed? And what was, you know, what were the conditions of life for you at the time? Did it stink? It stunk, sir. It stunk. <laughs> Philadelphia was the second largest English-speaking city in the world at the time of the declaration, uh, yeah. just behind London. And at that, the population was about thirty-two to 35,000. So wow. that's not very big. But we were bigger than New York, bigger than Boston. Um, uh, you would recognize uh, the buildings and such. Uh, certainly there was no electricity. Uh, uh, candles were the mode of lighting. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the streets were very dirty. Uh, I lived near the tanneries, for example. And uh, the people that did that work would throw all their effluvia into the, the um, stream, the nearby stream, the Dock Creek. The so fluvia? that was very, very... Effluvia, uh, it's uh, bodily fluids and uh, that type of oh, thing. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> or, or some people would say that effluvia arises from a, um, a swamp. It's the, the swamp gases that come. Oh, oh right, right. But in right. any case, uh, they threw trash in the street. Uh, there were no... Uh, That's there awful. Were, uh, yes, indeed. It was, it was quite, uh, quite bad. We were between two rivers, too. We were uh, between the, the Schuylkill and Delaware rivers, which surround the city of Philadelphia, and they tended to uh, be a big open space and brought in a much fresher air. Uh. But what did you have to do with the sanitation of the, of the city? Well, I uh, arranged uh, for people, a very early arrangement for people to bring, uh, to pick up trash in the street and sweep the streets. Uh, I arranged to have the first uh, street lights placed in Philadelphia, such that really? people can uh, walk about in the evening. When you and, say arranged, uh, were you a head of a committee or were you just the, the what people? Why well, I was a uh, job for a good enough. Well, it was it was all uh, self-driven. I uh, saw the city growing up around me, and uh, was uh, often the motivating force to starting a number of these civic organizations. I'm credited with having started the first subscription library, the first fire, fire fighting company, the first fire insurance company, the first lending library, hospital, uh, university, the hospital, university of, or university of Pennsylvania. All these things are attributed to me, but I was really sort of the, the motivating force for all these things. Wow. So um, I was a good organizer and I was good at generating interest, getting people interested. <laughs> I'm in sorry, Gene, I still can't believe he's here. I can't <laughs> believe you're here. I'll pinch my now, cheek. Oh, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> now, it wasn't just the fluvia that stank, correct? F fluvia, uh, yes. Yeah, please tell us about the, uh, the hygiene of the day, because uh, oh, bathing was not the fashion. It, bathing was very much out of fashion. It was a general understanding that uh, immersing yourself in water was uh, causing you to get sick. 
people Why? bathe Why? very seldom. I, it's just people had this idea that uh, immersing yourself in water, uh, pollution, like thinking that thinking that being cold would give you a cold, oh, like going out with a wet shirt would give you a cold. It doesn't right. really have anything to do with it. Um, I lived in, in Boston and I lived in Philadelphia, both of which were very seafaring cities. And I saw a lot of sailors come in uh, totally soaked from their uh, adventures on the ocean. And right. none of them got any sicker than anybody else. Right. So uh, I thought so that was So you know how to swim? Uh, did a lot I of people did. swim? No, sir. Not many at all. It was considered, once again, it was unhealthy for oh, people right. to dive in the water. I, I thought it was wonderful. It gave me a chance to show off a bit uh, because I could do all these fancy things in the water. And also it tended to keep me a little bit cleaner than the average person because I, I did immerse myself every day and wash off the bodily effluvia. But, uh, <laughs> so you, Gene, you like mentioned that word. something about people that would carry things around with them or something to help. Well, ladies, the stench. Would, would, yeah. ladies would commonly carry a small linen bag with um, perhaps some uh, scented uh, flowers or something in there. And when the stench got too strong, they may... Uh, quietly bring it up toward their nose and just uh, cover the odors in the room. Right. But I know some people were fairly right. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, in the I'm 18th century, the, the two <laughs> major fabrics were uh, wool and linen, and hmm. neither of which uh, breathed as, as much as cotton. Uh, right. Cotton was not available for the average person until the late 1890s when uh, the cotton gin came into play. And ah. that began to mass produce cotton such that... Uh, more people could afford it. I could afford okay. cotton shirts and such because I was a man of means, but I would pay more dearly for them because uh, they required uh, uh, much more work to, to create. Can I, Jim, can I ask a question? When, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, doctor, you say uh, a man of you means. You with your hand oh. up? You with your hand up, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yes. You, you say a man of means, and how, how did you establish these means? What, how was your I, my lifelong My lifelong trade was that of a printer. And so uh, at the age of 12, I took up with my older brother, James, in the printing trade. Uh, I ended up working in the printing trade for a total of 30 years. And by the age of 42, I was so wealthy that I could retire. Now, I believe not many people retire at the age of 42 in this day. But I, I accumulated a lot of money. I made a lot of good business transactions. Hmm. And uh, I was considered to be a man of means, a wealthy man. Hmm. Wow. Watch, watch this segue here. Speaking of printed materials, hmm. wow. the Declaration of Independence was a, a document that was printed at least 200 times once it was approved, which brings mm -hmm. me to my questions and my fun facts about the Declaration. What I yes, oh. Ben, I'm still recording. I don't know. Maybe another half hour. <laughs> Sorry, doctor. We have kids. That, Not a problem. I understand. I, have, uh, I had three children. Ah. I had, uh, to make a long story short, that when I got married in 1730, within the first month, I came home with a baby in my arms that was born into another mother, unto another mother, who I've never revealed. And ah. I asked my wife if she would raise it as our own child, which she agreed to. Would Four you years later, now? we had a, huh? Would you mind revealing it now? <laughs> uh, no, no, Come I've on. never, this is, this is one of history's mysteries. It's three, I, I, I 314. Never... Let it go. <laughs> take the take the pressure off. Oh, it was Sally Jones. Sally oh, Jones. Okay. Sally, right. Jones. Sally Jones. All right. We'll but Sally uh, Jones. four years later, we had a natural-born son whose name was Frankie Francis mm. Folger Franklin, and mm. he lived to the age of four and died of smallpox. And then eleven years later, I'm we sorry. had a natural-born daughter. I was one of the biggest uh, hurts of my life, one of the biggest disappointments of my life. He was That's a wonderful, wonderful child. And then we had a daughter 11 years later. Her name was Sarah or Sally, and she lived a good long life. Hmm. Uh, so we only had three children. I came from uh, a group of 17 children. I was number 15 of 17. Okay. Oh, my gosh. It's Fourth of July. So I want to talk a little bit about the Declaration of Independence. Now, most people... Uh, for centuries have believed that the Declaration of Independence was signed on July the 4th because we right. celebrate the event mm -hmm. on July the 4th, but it was not actually signed that day, was it? What? Not signed that day, no, sir. The, uh, the Declaration, the concept of uh, um, uh, gaining independence from Great Britain was discussed all through the month of June. 
um, on July the 2nd, Congress actually voted for independence. And then on July 4th, they endorsed the Declaration of Independence itself. The document had been written up and they actually uh, endorsed the document on July 4th. Okay, so there's a very popular painting out there showing all of the delegates together on July 4th signing the Declaration yes. of Independence. Yes. But it didn't happen that way, did it? It did I... not. It certainly did not. The, uh, the document itself was ratified on July 4th and uh, John Hancock, placed his name upon it. Mm -hmm. um, the a real document, what we call the engrossed document with all our signatures on it, uh, was done on August 2nd. That was the time that we all signed it. Um, in the meantime, sorry. a very nice copy had been drawn up by hand. I'm sorry gotcha. to interrupt, but yeah. uh, what's the deal with uh, John Hancock? Why, would, why, why is he <laughs> the only one who gets to sign it? Is, was he like that? Was he just well? He he it? was like that. He he was quite <laughs> full of himself, as it were. But oh, really? Uh, he was the president of the Congress, and uh, mm -hmm. he was the chief uh, chief executive. And his signature gave the document some some authority. It just but, but why would he go? Did he kind of go? Give me that quill, and then kind he, of. I'm sorry. I don't remember exactly first. what he did, but he was very much like that. He was very <clears> very <throat> full watch of himself. How, very watch how big I can sign this. Oh yeah, and there big, you go. And then he signs it big. <laughs> well, he he says he signed it big so the King of England, King George the Third, would be able to read it without his spectacles. So oh. as soon as he was handled the handed the document, if he didn't have his glasses on, he could read Hancock's name right and on you, the top. That's an indication thought, of you, of Hancock's. You guys, uh, hmm. you, you guys <laughs> believe that? He thought, <laughs> it, it he, I mean, he, he thought a lot of himself. I mean, he was the He thought a lot of himself. He did. So. <laughs> Oh, so the, I, the actual document was signed on July for um, uh, August 2nd. Right. August now, 2nd. it wasn't signed all at once, correct? Now, I, what I've heard is that because of logistics, not everybody could be there at, at once. They had to travel right. from all the different colonies. And the last signature didn't go on until January of 77, and, and it spread throughout the fall and winter. Who, who, I'm sorry, Gene. So who go ahead. wrote this or came, who pulled this together? Was there a group of some kind, or how was it? Well, the, the committee, the, the Congress, the or Congress the uh, designated a committee of five: myself, Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, Roger Sherman of Connecticut, and uh, Robert Livingston of New York. Mm. All throughout the month of June, we got together and discussed the basic concepts. Uh, when we thought we had had it complete, we gave the job of actually writing the draft to Mr. Jefferson. He was uh, a lawyer. He was well-spoken. Uh, he presented himself well on paper. Uh, he had the unique ability to take people's thoughts and put them down in a very impressive form on paper. Mm -hmm. um, so he, well, he so, wrote the document. I'm sorry. So it wasn't. So, I don't mean just to press this again, but so Hancock didn't even write any of it. He <laughs> was involved in the... <laughs> He did not. <laughs> so, but he's out yeah. there signing it first. I'm putting my name on this thing. Yeah, you're giving me a very different impression of Mr. Hancock now. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just thinking about. <laughs> no, it. I understand. I understand it? your uh, queries. That's right. Does it seem fair? He was. I don't know. He was very full. He was the president of the Congress, and I imagine he thought he was. Uh, okay, but look what you did. I mean, look at all the things you did. He didn't do all the things you did. Well, he right? and I were of a. We were of a different moral fiber. He and I. Okay. Ah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look, you're not going to get in trouble with the Hancock family. You know, that's <laughs> yeah, long. That's way back. Yeah. So you can speak freely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so at the time that it was signed, you know, it wasn't anonymous um, that people wanted uh, uh, independence. Unanimous. Yeah. What, what did I say? Anonymous. What did I say? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't unanimous that uh, people a, wanted independence. But you were all about the independence thing, right? You were kind of like, nope, let's do the independence. Up to a certain point, uh, well, after a certain point, let's say. What? Uh, I spent a lot of time in England just prior to the uh, declaration. And my goal over there was to try to get the parliament to understand what our, uh, what our complaints were, all the unfairness about taxes and uh, different, different issues that we had. So you, uh, in, in you weren't for the independence idea 
Initially right. not. I, my my goal was to patch up the difference between America and Stop. let him Japan. let him talk, Billy. Billy, Stop let him Japan. talk. I, <laughs> I like his curiosity. No, but uh, I I likened it to a beautiful Chinese vase that once broken could never be restored to its former beauty. So mm. I saw the the alliance of uh, Great Britain and America working together as the most wonderful package of. Uh, of uh, systems that could be. But, I don't mean to push this, but but I, I, I'm just, because I, I don't, um, so you changed your mind and how, why did people believe you? Why would anybody believe you now? You were over in England and then you came back and you said, oh, I think I've changed my mind, I like it. Well, I was, I was, there were a lot of people that did think I was a spy, that I was involved in some sort oh. of uh, subterfuge Mm. Um, I was very good at expressing my thoughts, and uh, I knew that I knew I had connections. I knew people to speak to. Uh, and a, when a, I a person's word mind. meant something, correct? The person's absolutely. word really meant absolutely. The the concept of honor is virtually lost nowadays uh, mm. compared to as as it was in our day. Uh, mm. If if you if you were a gentleman and you said you were going to do something on your honor, you did it. Uh, even mm -hmm. if it was uncomfortable or um, you know, not to your liking, if you promised to do something, you would do it. Wow. And so I came back and it was, uh, as a gentleman, I said, I, I am not any sort of spy. I'm fully in favor of American independence now. It took mm -hmm. a while. There were a lot of people that were very suspicious. Sure. But uh, I also, once I got on I'm back to the Congress. And, <laughs> hmm? I'm a little suspicious still. <laughs> Who cares? I'm what are your intentions, <laughs> Dr. Franklin? <laughs> you tell, that's right, Dr. Franklin. Who cares? You're right. Absolutely. Who cares? <laughs> the, um... <laughs> so, Doctor, I just wanted to, I've just been thinking about this as we've been talking. You invented so many things. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm just, you know, is there a favorite? Do you have a favorite invention of yours that mm -hmm. you love the most? I know it's like children, right? How do you pick the, your favorite, but any favorite? No, I had a rather clear favorite. Uh, I was the first American to invent a musical instrument. And that was called the glass harmonica, A-R-M-O-N-I-C-A. Um, if you've seen somebody uh, with a wine glass, dip their finger in the wine, run it around there, yeah. it makes a very squeaky noise. Yeah. Um, I, I uh, watched a man playing that and I came up with a better idea an improvement. So, so you, created in a sense uh something that would continue to rotate so that they could put their fingers on it and and take that work out of it in a sense yes indeed and and one of the advantages was you could play several notes at a time where you can only play two notes on the glasses this way you right. can lay your fingers listen, on on several balls huh? listen huh? there it is huh? uh listen to that sound isn't that unusual listen to that that's beautiful is that in your place there I have one in my place. I don't know where that is. Somebody's playing it. Somebody's playing it. Huh. The first That's time I awesome. played this, my wife was asleep upstairs, and uh, she awakened thinking she was hearing the music of the angels. Oh. It's a very, very delicate, beautiful <laughs> sound. Wow. That's How about, what's, what, what do you think, <clears throat> what would you call your most important invention? I think in retrospect, Cheese probably sticks. the light. The light. Cheese sticks. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, well, I think uh, it was probably the lightning rod. Um, the, the metal rod that uh, is affixed to the top of the house connected to the ground by a heavy copper uh, cable yeah. connected to a spike driven into the ground. This will capture the electrical uh, energy from the sky. It'll strike the rod and be conducted safely into the ground. And mm -hmm. I think uh, when you look back at the number of lives and the, the amount of property that has been saved from uh, fire by this device. I yeah. think that's truly my most important invention. Mm. Not cheesesteaks. Well, cheesesteaks are right up there too. Can I just I, change I your would... mind if I ask, how did, they, how did you come up with that? Cheesesteaks? Yeah. There was a carriage back in 17, uh, 1748, there was a carriage co carrying some beef. Right. And they had just invented cheese. It was just, just came oh, out of the market. Thing? Yeah. It was a new thing. And part of the part of the carriage contained cheese yes. and part of it contained beef. And there was a an accident on the road. The the, the beef was splintered oh. and the cheese melted over onto it. It's very unusual. 
it reminds uh, it's very similar to a, 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 a treat that we have called Reese's peanut butter cups. And they say, you put the peanut butter and chocolate together and they would say, oh, you got your peanut butter and my chocolate. You got your chocolate on my peanut butter. So this is kind of the same thing. You got your ch cheese on my steak. Cheese on my steak. That's I don't believe you brought, up, you brought up the Reese's cup because I was out at a store today. This isn't not. a Reese's cup, but this Great is the peanut size of butter. This peanut butter enveloped in a enrobed in chocolate, dark <laughs> chocolate. So it's uh, like a nugget of thing. Anyway, that's the idea. Butter. I got cheese on my steak. I got steak on my cheese. And you, about, you thought just put it in bread or something? Uh, yeah, why not? Take the, there were gobs of this melted meat and cheese there. Why not throw it on a roll? What didn't you? Maybe a few that? onions, you know, just. Wow, the onion. Well, that's whatever it took. With the onion. I'm going to impress you onions. a second. While you're eating. I can't understand you. You speak like you have peanut butter in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Always looking for an excuse to eat on the show. <laughs> All right, I'll put it aside. Put it aside. Uh, I know that you have something that Dr. Franklin invented right there in your home. Any idea what I might have, one of your inventions? Is it a long device with a handle on one end? That it is. How did you know that? You're a that psychic can... as well. <laughs> this the grabber. is the, the long arm. Nowadays they call it the grabber, but I called it the long arm. Um, mm -hmm. I invented this. It's a long, long extension of your arm. I invented this to be able to grab the books from the top shelves of my library. I was always very fond of, uh, of reading, but in my latter years, I didn't want to uh, take a chance on falling in the library. So I used to reach up there and grab the books with that. Gene, you're still eating. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He's sorry, using doctor. the opportunity. I'm so sorry. The opportunity to, to Didn't snap. Dunlop. He's, he's sneaking done. bites. As I'm asking you, <coughs> he's sneaking bites of chocolate. So like that's going to help. Like it's going to help we, him speak better. He goes, he goes, uh, doctor. <laughs> now he's going to choke on it. Before we end here today, because I know you've got, you're a very busy man. He has to be. Let's put one rumor. Let's make clear. Uh, some talk that is out there that I hear from a okay. lot of people. It refers to your time spent in France, and it refers to... How much time do we have left? You're right. It refers to a lot of the lovely French women that you met while you were there. Talk about that? Well, I uh, was 70 years old when I went over there, first of all. Yeah. Uh, my, I, my wife had died the year before I went over. And so uh, I was technically a widower. A lot of people thought I ah. ran out on my wife and went to Paris. Um, uh. My job over there was to uh, secure the French alliance to get the French to agree to uh, help the Americans win the, uh, the war against the British. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I, I found it uh, easiest to do that by befriending the ladies and um, impressing them with these concepts. I attended a lot of parties and... Uh, and galas and such. And then they would See, go to home and tell their husband, uh, I met this wonderful Dr. Franklin and he described life in America. And it was all part of a, a scheme to, uh, to present the American life to the French. A little huh. bit of a player. Well, yeah, a little I, bit. I, little I, bit. I, 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 I call I, bullshit. You <laughs> 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 didn't detect that after all these years. Huh? <laughs> It just gets riper after all these years. Well, Dr. Who Franklin, the, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do you have the another most question? Stuff? I'm who sorry. Like the most stuff. Like, if you wanted to hang out with one of your buddies in the Congress, or you know, who who would you say, oh, let's go over to what's and so's house because he's got all the good stuff. Well, it'd probably be me. I, I you, had you had all the good stuff, right? I had I was a number of say that. A lot of inventions, a <laughs> lot of a uh, lot of fun yeah. things to play with. A lot of stories to, to tell. Yeah, I'll bet. A lot of I'll stories bet. to tell. You were Actually, uh, but during the Constitution and the Declaration deliberations, my house was a, a mere one and a half blocks from the State House. And I used to invite people over to my, I had a courtyard there, which is still, still to be seen in Philadelphia. But uh, there was a mulberry tree, and I used to invite people over to sit under the mulberry tree, have an ale, and uh, party animal. Um, yeah, it just now that we, we we accomplished a lot of things after uh, an ale or two. 
a lot right, of people right. got in <laughs> over at the city <laughs> probably tavern still the case yeah <laughs> probably i dare say more of the constitution was born in the city tavern than <laughs> in the state house free thinking people yeah. have a couple of drinks they relax a little bit begin to right. compromise and yeah. things get right. done right on that note listen all due respect, uh, we have to cut our time short because we have Muppet trivia to get to. So yes, well, say you know, <laughs> the, if you made it, if you had to make a choice between Muppet trivia and Benjamin Franklin, you got to go with the Muppet trivia. Apparently, I guess. What is it? What is a Muppet? Will it, well, I'll oh, send it you uh, a, a note. Yeah, it doesn't You're, matter. I'm sure I'm you'd be a fan, it. though. So right. thank you so much. I can't. I, I still can't believe that you're here and that you spent the time with us. I'm happy um, to be here on this 4th of July. I hope maybe we can do it another time. And yeah, I, I want to wish you not only a happy 4th of July, but I want to thank you for helping make it possible for us. Yeah. And maybe Perhaps I can come and meet one of these Muppets sometime. Absolutely. Make Are work. you kidding? Maybe, um, maybe next time we get together, maybe you could bring Hancock along. Let's see what he's like. I'll, I'll try my best. I think that'd be fun. Just to see you two together, I think that'd be great. I think if he if he joins us, we should ask him to just sign something and then see how big he makes <laughs> yes, it. Yes. See how right. big he's in. Right. Well, gentlemen, thank, thank you, you very much. Thank mm -hmm. you. It's our pleasure. And have and a, a wonderful Independence Day. Take care. Thank you. thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Billy, before we go. What? This yeah. is, I think, the most fascinating uh, bit of information. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams were both signers of the Declaration, yeah. July 4th, 1776. Right. On the 50th anniversary of the 4th of July, which was in 1826, yeah. John Quincy Adams was president, the son of John Adams. That is, is pretty remarkable. Yeah. Um, he was president. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams both died that same day within hours of each other on the wow. 50th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. And wow. John Adams' son was president at the time. And to add to that, five years later on the same day, the yeah. fifth president of the United States, James Monroe, died. On the 4th of July. Yeah, pretty amazing, right? Wow. So I wanted to I'll just add you, that before we went. I so, think that is amazing, but I think even more amazing might be the fact that we just talked to Benjamin Franklin. Hey, does he look good for 314? Does he look good? <laughs> <laughs> he still has skin. <laughs> right? He's still upright. I mean, his eyes are open. <laughs> he's, not like, a, he's not a skull. Yeah, there's no, like, shit coming out of his mouth or anything. <laughs> It wasn't all... like we said, tell us about the declaration. He just went <laughs> like a zombie. <laughs> so he looks good. He looks amazing. 314. I didn't even think it was possible. Well, oh, now we know. It. it can be done. Yeah. Yeah. All it's right. yoga. Uh, do we go back to us? Let's go back to us. Uh, let's go all back right. to us uh, live. Yeah. What do you say? All right. All right. Guys. <gasps> Hope. Hope. Okay. Mm. <laughs> of course. Of course you're eating. Look at this 4th of July delicacy, would you? Patriotic colors, berries, tart. Oh. I've also got on my little dessert buffet here. Cupcake, flag oh, cupcake. Nice. What'd you get me? Little pumpkin tart. What'd you get for me? This one. That's mine. Chocolate chip, banana chocolate chip cupcake. Doesn't look like doesn't look like the Fourth of July at all. Looks like a rabbit dropped by. Wait, hang on, hang on. Looked like a rabbit walked by and dropped a few nuggets for me. There you go. Oh, thank you. No problem. Thank you. We'll have it overnighted. Okay, uh, listen. Okay. As we mentioned, our uncles and aunts couldn't make the show, so we had to make a change. We thought we, um, thought we'd bring in a little surprise, um, something from our childhood. Billy, why don't you describe it, what we're going to see here. 
Or do you want me to describe it? Yeah, you could help. Uh, I'm okay. just trying to do this technical okay. thing. But it's basically home movies. When we were younger, in our early teens, we used to go out and make our own little home movies. And uh, some of them turned out uh, pretty pretty well, uh, very entertaining. And we're going to show you two now, and then we're going to have our little Muppet trivia. We're going to show you two after that. We would sometimes uh, get inspired you know by when music. When you eat, you can't eat. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear this. And, um, and so uh, we're just trying to... Um, the hell? <laughs> so um, we've got this coming up in the <sighs> movies we... All right, these are home movies that Gene is really the creator of. He was the organizer when we were kids. He got all the neighborhood kids to come and be in the movies and he would figure out what we were gonna do and then he would shoot it and direct it and edit it and write it and add music. I was young, so, so ignore all the clunkiness. But. Um, he was young and- I hope, I hope you enjoyed these movies. <laughs>
Those are two. They're great, Gene. They're really good. Yeah. Think about it. That's what you organized when we were kids. How we were kids. You're amazing. Okay, let's move on. I think people are waiting for our next fun bit. Do you think you know your Muppet facts? Hmm. Look at me. Do you think oh, you know your Muppet oh. facts? Not you, them. Oh, them, yeah. Do you think you know them better than Jesse Oliver or John mm. Papovich? Mm. Good. Match your match your knowledge. Huh. We're going to send it over to virtual Gene and Bill and get the trivia game started, gang. This is actually the first installment of a new game show we call... Oh, I knew that. Oh, I knew that. So why don't we take a look? Wow, that was great. Amazing. How, how old? How old he's is he? He's 314. <laughs> what? I know. I know. He's 314. 1706. He looks amazing. I know. Well, it's yoga. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, and he's a vegan. Oh, really? Ben Franklin's a vegan? No way. He has. He couldn't have always been a vegan. They were into no. hunting and all that stuff. Just he was after not... he got gout. Oh. Yeah. What was that, when he was 200? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'd have to look at his medical records. Anyway. It's game time, folks. Uh, it's time to play... Oh, I knew that. <laughs> our first episode of... Oh, I knew that. Yeah. Why don't we and... bring in our guests? Yep, let's bring in our guests. This is our trivia game segment. We're bringing in... There he is. Well, folks, we've got John Papovich with the headphones. Hello. John is a Muppet fanatic. He was oh, also, yeah. he, he once ran the Muppet Mindset Instagram page. That's right. And he's got quite an extensive collection of toys behind him. Oh, yes, yes. Do you want to all kinds of great memorabilia. Special? Yeah. Uh, this isn't even all of it, but, uh, and I organized a lot of it just to look good on the camera. Uh, put Johnny up there just for Bill. Uh, thank you very yeah. much. And Dr. Teeth. And Dr. Teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot he's there. And who's our I'm other there. contestant, Jane? Jane? Did I call you Jane? <laughs> yeah. She called him Jane. Who's our next contestant, Jane? <laughs> well, Jim. <laughs> It's uh, Jesse Oliver, animator, illustrator, Muppet fanatic, and competitor. And <laughs> you think you know your Muppet facts? Wait till you get a load of these guys. Yes. <laughs> so what we're going to do, do you, do you want to explain the rules, Gene, or I can... Uh... Sure. We're going to give each of them a turn with a, a Muppet trivia question provided by toughpigs.com. Oh. Thank you. So you know they know oh. their stuff. Oh, yeah. They've yes. given us... Yeah a selection of some really wonderful challenging questions we're going to go from one to the next so for example we'll ask jesse a question if he guesses it he gets a point if he misses it it goes over to john to steal and earn a point so we'll go back and forth we're going to give you each five questions and at the end of those 10 questions we'll tally it up and folks you have a the winner at winning this wonderful selection of gifts you can choose from bill <laughs> Kermit's, Kermit's favorite late night snack, Eco Eat chocolate covered crickets, or Kermit's favorite daytime snack, Hormel pig's feet. Ooh, nice. <laughs> so, yeah, the winner gets to choose. And so I'm, I just raised this up because I'll be picking the uh, questions out of this. Oh, I'll be picking yes. mine from Bert's bowl of mystery questions. Oh, One wonderful. quick question. Yes. How many seconds will we have to answer these questions? Good question. Uh, uh, as long as we decide. Okay. <laughs> your show, right. your game. That's right. We're gonna, I get a good uh, feeling some of these I'll have to think about. So. You know, well, I don't have a timer. I hope not too long. Okay. I have I have a not too long. Why don't we use the timer now that we're talking right. about it? No. Okay. Timer schmimer. Come on. Let's play. It's going to be a who's, series at the end. Jesse? Yeah. Who's going first? Actually, uh, Jesse, pick a number between 1 and 50. Uh, 30. Incorrect. Okay, we're going to start with John. Here we okay. go. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, John, here's your first question. Okay, I'll, I'll keep score. All right. Shouldn't be hard because it's the first question to keep score. Here we go. John. Yes. Duh. Gene, I need some music behind it. Bum, 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 bum. Name two products promoted by Wilkins and Wankins besides Wilkins Coffee. Oh, um, caramel milk, I believe, was one of them. And another, um, oh, this one is good. Wait, one, Ten, nine, um, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, yeah. two. I only got one. I don't think I can. Sorry. Okay, that's right, Jesse. Community coffee and red diamond coffee. Ding, 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 ding. Those ding, I did ding, not ding, know. Ding, ding, ding. Those wow. I did not know. That was good, Jesse. That was very good. Very good. By the way, gentlemen, I, I assume you're being gentlemen and not surfing the internet for these answers. <laughs> yeah. So, my hands are free. I'm on my laptop, but I, all I have is you guys up. That's I'm true. Like, you know what? I like I'm hands like this. I like, your hand, I like your hands to be like this. During Wakanda the podcast. forever. Thank <laughs> you. Believe me, it's all in here. All right. This is all go. going. The next question goes over to Jesse. <laughs> Who performed Lindbergh on the Jim Henson Hour? I know he's a Canadian performer. It has to be either like Gord Robinson or Rob Mills. Which is your answer, sir? answer. I'm going to go with Gord Robinson. <laughs> now, I need to go to the judges for this. Uh, wait. I, well, here's what I'm going to do. It's not an exact answer, but I'm going to go over to John Papovich to see if he knows the absolute correct answer. I do know that it's Gordon Robertson. What did you say? Gordon Robertson. What did you say, oh. Jesse Robinson? Yeah, Gordon Robinson, yes. It's Robertson. So John Papovich gets the point. Oh, oh. that's quite a technicality. Ding, ding, okay. ding, 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 ding. Very nice. Okay, Lindbergh is right here. So look at my that. little, is yep. my oh, yeah. my buddy and my buddy and pal Gordy. Okay, here we go. We're gonna pick a new one now. We're back right. to. Oh wait, now who am I picking for? John, right? For John Papovich. Yes. Yeah. All right, John, are you ready? I am ready. Yes. I picked a special one. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. <laughs> we do. We do. I didn't even look at these, by the way, so I don't even know what they are. We just cut them up and stuck them in my glass. Okay. Sure, yeah. Here we go. Are you ready, John? I am ready, yes. What do Gaffer, Fluffinella, and Little Murray Sparkles have in common? They are all Muppet cats. <gasps> ding, 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 ding. Very good. Very yeah. good. Wonderful. Okay. Moving on. Next, Gene. Let's send it over to Jesse, Jesse Oliver. All right. It is two to one. John is up Correct. by one at the moment. Okay, please allow me to read the entire question. A photo from the 1970s shows Kermit in a car owned by Jim Henson. The car is green and its headlights look like Kermit's eyes. What was the make and model of that car? <gasps> oh, now that's a toughie because I'm not really, I don't have not much knowledge to names of cars. Yes. But so can you talk it through a little? Talk it through a little. Maybe talk it through a little bit. Well, uh, call a friend. What did it look like, the car? Do you remember? Well, I know it was green and it had Kermit eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. But I'm guessing it was like a 70s type of car, I guess. Mm. Seventies. I'm just not good on car names. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, eight. Two, Just take a guess. One. I, I can't. I don't know much card names. That's okay. That's okay. Sorry. Let's go to John. John, any idea? Yeah. You know, the only thing I feel like I could add that I don't even know is right or not that Jesse didn't say was I want to say it was a Ford car. I'm it's sorry. not going to do it for us. We're sorry, guys. Sorry. And bum, 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 bum. Because Tough Pigs told me it's going to be a combination of really difficult and, you know, moderately difficult. The whole the whole gamut. Here we go. We go to our next question. This goes back to John. Okay. Here we go. Oh, well, okay. 
in Muppet <laughs> Treasure Island, which three performers played Bad Polly, Mad Monty, and Clueless Morgan? Okay, I do actually know this. You underestimate how many times I watched this movie as a kid and the sing-along tape, which I know these three were very prominent in. So I know that Bill Beretta here was Clueless Morgan, Kevin Clash yes. was Bad Polly, and Jerry Nelson was Mad Monty. Very good, ding, ding, very ding, good. Ding. All right, Jesse, come right. on. We got a, you're, you're behind now by yeah, two points gonna, here. I thought this was gonna be like a home run for you, Jesse. Well, I mean. He got the car one, that was hard. That's, that's, that's it's true. early in the game, it's right. early okay. in the game. Right. That's right, yes. that's right, that's right. Jesse, if you don't know this, I will no longer talk to you. <laughs> How many points are on Kermit's collar? 11. Yeah. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah, all right. It's two to three. Here we come, back at, Je at John. Round four. Bill, before you read it, let me just remind everybody of something. What, they're gonna win? Mm. Oh, that's right. Mm. Yum, yum, that's yum, yum. Time. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go, John. Are you ready? Yep. Are you nervous? Why aren't the, why aren't the hands on the chest? <laughs> why aren't your hands like this? Oh, Cover up the design. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Vampire pose. How many how many Muppet Labs sketches does Beaker appear in oh. in the first season of the Muppet Show? Oh, zero. He was natural season two. Ding 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 ding. Very good. Very good. John's got four, Jesse. I take these down now. Uh oh. Yes, you can take those down. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I gave the, the, the answer to the question that you guys missed. Did I talk about the model and make of the car that uh, was green with the Kermit head? No, on? you didn't. Oh, you didn't, no. It was a Lotus Eclat. Uh, Eclat or Eclat? Okay. Okay, so we're back to another question. Okay. <laughs> Name the four members of Little Jerry and the Monotones from Sesame Street. It's Little Richard, Big Little Jeff, Richard, okay. Uh, it's little, little Jerry, mm -hmm. Big Jeffy, mm -hmm. Rockin' Richard, Rocky, okay, and Chrissy. Ding ding ding, okay. ding 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 ding. He's still in the game. It's three to four. Very good. Going to round five. This is good. You guys are awesome. This is, good, this is yeah. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Quiet, everybody. The I white lion who's. The white Jesse's lion. in vampire pose. Excuse me. I'm sorry, Gene. John, you must go into vampire pose. Thank oh, you. Prayer pose. That was working. <laughs> the white lion who served as Jim Henson's sidekick on the Jim Henson Hour originated in an episode of The Storyteller. Which episode was it? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. We're all ready because I do know this answer. It is called The True Bride. <gasps> Correct. We have a winner. The end of five questions. What are the odds? Papovich. Yes. I have to. I have to confess. I thought Jesse was going to pull through this. I was very confident because I've known Jesse for years, just like you guys probably have, and I know his Muppet knowledge is extremely commendable. And I thought this was going to be a home run for him too. So I think the cars are tough and. I don't yeah. have too much of a storyteller knowledge. No, and it's, you know, it's all the luck of the draw, right? These exactly. were all very yeah, random. Yeah. Thanks to Tough Pigs again for their questions. And uh, Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Ryan. Now, the important question now, is, John, right. what which prize you would you choose? like to pick? Oh, hmm. Gotta go with the pig's feet, if I'm being honest here. Uh, very good. Okay, we'll be sending <laughs> you the pig's feet. Don't now, let Joe Tubman or Bobby Vegan know, though. Oh God, <laughs> that's a deep cut there. Yeah. Um, Jesse, we don't want to let you go without uh, first letting the people know that they need to check out Jesse's work because he is an awesome illustrator and animator who has worked with John Chris Belusi of all people. That's right, and yeah, yeah. That's if right. you want to see, why don't you tell the folks where they can see your, your artwork? Okay, well, my cartoon work, you can see on both Instagram and Facebook, and it's called Oliver's Twisted Cartoons. Okay. You can see a lot of my cartoon creation, some of my animation. And Excellent. for my Muppet art, you just go to my regular Facebook page, just, just search Jesse Oliver, and you can look through my pictures and you'll see a photo album of 
some of my Muppet drawings. Mm-hmm. Which, speaking of which, I have a very funny story to tell. Okay. Yeah, let's hear that. Okay, now, I love telling this story because it reflects so much of how much you guys love to playfully mess with each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was fortunate enough to visit the set of the Muppets ABC series at Disney Studios in L.A. It was so great just hanging out, just watching those guys work their asses off, just making their puppet magic work. Okay, so it's the second day I was there, and that particular day, it started raining. I'm wearing my black leather jacket. So I, I open the door, I'm ready to go out, go outside, trying to the best I can to quickly get out of the rain. And suddenly I feel somebody shove me out of his way. And <laughs> the guy turns around and it turns out it was Dave Goals. But here's the funny thing. When, it, he, when he turned around and he saw me, he, knew, he, knew, he knows who I am. He knew who I was. Yeah, yeah, Dave's a good guy, and yeah. He said, he actually said to me, Oh, Jesse, I'm so sorry. I thought you were Bill Beretta. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, Thank you for joining us on our first episode of Ah, I knew that. I knew that. John, well done. And like we said, uh, you know, it was a random drawing. We didn't know what was going to come up, but you guys were awesome. Thank you so much for coming and doing this. Of course. It's a total, total pleasure to be on here with you guys. Oh, thank you so much. Take care. Talk to you all later. All right. right. See you. You guys have a great one. Bye. Thank you, John. Thanks. Bye. Well, that was a nice. That was a nice first episode. Of, They're uh, nice boys. Yeah, yeah. They're well behaved. They're nice. Now, Got how the old? Knowledge. How old is Jesse? I think he's seventy-seven. And John? At least fifteen. Well, John looks older than fifteen, but Jesse looks amazing. For seventy-six. Wow. It's, you know, it's yoga. Wait a minute. Yes, by the way, someone mentioned on the chat, July 7th is going to be Jesse's birthday. Hey. Early happy birthday, Jesse. Also, my cousin Gary and my cousin Dana. Let's take a few questions because we're running this We show. are. We're way over. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Bill, Marshall Grover asks, what were your favorite things to do as Rolf and Dr. Teeth? My favorite things? Sing. Well, any particular performances? Uh, I, I really enjoyed doing uh, Outside Lands up in San Francisco, doing that live show with Dr. Teeth. And Rolf, um, uh, a really quick thing that I did with Alicia Keys for a Wee Day celebration. I just enjoyed being with her. Um, can't really think of, I, that's, I'm just, there you go. I'll tell you my favorite Rolf one. Yes. This was when I, I was watching you do this, not live, unfortunately, but I just, uh, it was one of those moments when I said, I, how did he get there? Well, I, mean, I was so impressed and amazed just by how far you've taken your career and how amazingly talented you are. And it was at the O2 show when you were playing, uh, what's the song called? I Want to Be oh. a Londoner? No, oh well, Londoner or I've been everywhere too. But yes, the Londoner one. The Londoner one, because you could watch you at the piano, and you're not only singing as Rolf, but you're turned and you're singing to the audience as you as well. Maybe you're not even (laughs) conscious of that. But that was one of those moments where I said, "That's my brother. I can't believe he's in front of tens of thousands of people with confidence and putting in a strong performance." I don't think think I ever told you that. No, thank you. And and I think at that point you don't really have a a choice whether you're going to run or hide. So, yeah, right. <laughs> but, but I, you know what, that's, that could be my Rolf, probably one of my Rolf, either, well, either one of those songs, uh, I've been everywhere, which we did. Uh, and then I, a Londoner, which was great. Yeah. Both live, I guess. Yeah. This uh, just by the way, in, Nick. This, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, you. Still blue J way. Yeah. <clears throat> Went with number three. Thank you, Nick. Jesse saw Bill at La Hollywood Bowl doing that show. That yes. performance. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> if only I had some food in my throat to soften it. Yeah. Um, 
three cupcakes sitting there. Evan asks, "What are our what's our favorite animal uh, animal? What are our favorite albums, and what will Gene eat next week?" <laughs> I think I'm being banned from bringing food onto the show. No, go ahead, eat. Well, I don't want I don't want to uh, disturb anybody unless some. No. Fine. Unless it's ASMR for some people. Make sure it's sticky, whatever you're eating. Make sure it's sugary, powdery, peanut. Something mm, that makes that you go. Good. That is good. Look, I keep my girlish figure, so. What What's you your favorite uh, album? So I don't art. know my favorite album. Yeah, it's a probably it would probably be a Beatles album. Yeah, how can you like, pick? Yeah, you can't. You just can't. I like, Something that just pops in my head. This is my favorite. Captain Fantastic, Brown Bear Cowboy. Oh, wow. Just Jeez. pops in my head because it's a favorite. James mm -hmm. Taylor, The White Album, Fleetwood Mac Rumors. Endless. Peter Gabriel, Security. Tommy uh, by The Who. Uh, Wind and Wuthering, Genesis. Backstabbers. Uh, Fleet Foxes, Wonder, Happiness Blues. Songs Stevie in the Key Wonder, of Life. Songs for the Key of Life. <clears throat> so that's um, too hard yeah too many XTC's oranges and lemons okay and uh, okay so we answered both of those questions I don't know what but, I'll be eating you're, it's, you're gonna right, have to tune in and see what I'll be eating and yeah. we're gonna have next week we're gonna have Alton Brown back so we, who knows what we might be eating oh, and the two Eds Ed Christie and Ed Ith so uh, please tune in for that it's gonna be a really fun show and we're gonna have better technicians <laughs> So we're going to be working with uh, the team that brought you the Dinosaurs Reunion and the Frank. Did I make more sound? We're going to be working I, with. Maybe that's how. <laughs> maybe I punctuate with those sounds. My lips we're might be dry. <laughs> Frank Oz, Dave Gold's episode. <clears throat> okay, last question of the evening, gang. And then we're going to say our little goodbyes and all that. Yeah. I did it again. Uh-huh. Betsy Dufour. It's like a setup. It's like you, it's almost like if you were instead of, if you were yeah, it's a beat, but it's like almost if you were to say, I'm ready to speak. My son is standing you in talk. front of me with my son is standing in front of me with no clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. I want jelly beans. Well what you need all right, well, jelly you have to be beans. naked for jelly beans. Jelly beans. Yeah. While he's you naked. Can wear Why? clothes while you eat jelly beans. <laughs> All right, good thing there's no mirror behind me. Uh, here's one. Uh, this isn't a question. Oh, it is a question. It's real fast, though. Could we have some Sesame Street cast members? Could we have some Sesame Street cast members on in the future? Yes, we will be doing that. I yep. hope they oh, we're just Oh, we're just starting, folks. We're just getting started. And you know what? One day we're going to look back uh, at these technical boo-boos and just subscribe. laugh. Subscribe. You want, you want to have Sesame people on? Tell your friends. Come and subscribe. Yeah, listen. It's going to cost you. Okay. What do we have it to do? You to click. You got to click. It's like the genie in the bottle. Instead of rubbing the lamp, you've got to click the subscribe button. Click. All right. Before I forget to ask um, Betsy Dufour's question, this will be the last of the evening. Yes. And maybe we can uh, make it musical. If you could be a balladeer, what would you sing about? Billy, you start. Would I, what? Would I be who? A balladeer, someone who sings ballads. What would you sing about? Oh, uh, what would I sing about? You mean a song that already exists or anything? Oh, that's maybe a theme, a type of song. Or... Uh, I would sing about um, tolerance, being really? tolerant of people. Yeah, that, okay. that you have, like you're patient. You're being patient. You're singing a song about being patient with others, caring. Uh, I would probably, honestly, I would probably sing more melancholy, broken-hearted songs. <laughs> I tend to go in that direction a lot, maybe because I'm just so broken-hearted all the time. <laughs> Wake up, all you people. Order anything you see. And have fun, you lucky people. The laughs and the drinks are on me. Is that, that a song? tolerance song? No, that's a Frank Sinatra song. Oh, gotcha. All right. 
She once loved me, now she's gone. What'll I do? Everything is all wrong. And then I'm going to workshop that a little bit. All right. Let's go bye-bye now. Thanks for listening. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to thebarettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you.